Hello and welcome to Harlan First and Monroe Chapel United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. I'm Pastor Mike Agnew and it's great to have you tuning in with us. This is a special sermon for our Blue Christmas service that we had on December 21st. December 21st is the winter solstice and that's the shortest day and the longest night. And traditionally Blue Christmas services are done on that day because of the symbolism of having a long night. And yet we know that starting with the winter solstice or after the winter solstice, days start to get longer. And so light starts to win over the darkness, which is symbolic of our own struggles with the holidays and knowing that God is with us in the midst of our struggles. So, The service, a Blue Christmas service, is one that you may have never been to before or heard of before. The service itself is available still on our website, harlanmethodist.com, if you want to watch that. Blue Christmas services have become increasingly popular in recent years as a way to acknowledge the difficulties that the holidays can bring to many. And it's not necessarily the holidays themselves, but because of things that happen in our lives that we are reminded of over and over again during the holidays. Everyone says this is the most wonderful time of the year, but what if it isn't true for you? The holidays can be challenging for a number of reasons. Perhaps you can't afford what the culture says you have to be able to afford to have a decent consumer-based Christmas. Or perhaps your family is broken due to conflict, so they can't all get along well enough to get together, even on Zoom. But you see all these Hallmark family Christmas movies and think that your Christmas should be perfect. Or perhaps your family is not choosing to get together due to COVID concerns. Perhaps you just don't feel the spirit due to disappointments that life is not turning out the way you'd hoped. But the number one reason why most people don't feel joy during this season is because someone they love has died. Losing a loved one makes Christmas difficult because our past Christmas celebrations are so tied to family. Of course, at its core, Christmas is about Jesus, but ask many people what Christmas is about, and they'll say family. That's because families get together to celebrate whenever possible, and some of the best memories are created at Christmas time. Through the years, we build up family Christmas traditions. Now, of course, those traditions change as families change and children grow up. That's one thing, and that can be easier to deal with. But when a loved one dies, it can shatter Christmas because it's more than a tradition that's coming to an end. You're no longer celebrating Christmas with that person. Everyone has to face this at some point as they get older. Christmas isn't the only time of the year that it's difficult to lose a loved one, but it is probably the worst because it's so family-oriented and the mood is so light and jolly. You see, if you've lost a loved one, the paradox of Christmas is that everyone is supposed to be jolly, but for you, this is the most depressing time of the year, and you just can't wait for it to be over. And it's not because you're a Scrooge. It's because your heart aches. And if this describes you, I want you to know, first of all, that Christmases may get easier as the years go by, but they'll never be the same, and neither will you. How could you ever be completely the same after someone significant dies? Christmas will be different. In some ways, it may feel less than whole. It may be less than it was. But it can still be meaningful. 
You see, as Christians, we believe that death does not have the final word. Life does. There is life after death and resurrection at the end of the age, and this gives us some comfort, but it still doesn't result in feeling joyful. That's because death is difficult even for Christians, because the one we love is still gone. And so no amount of theology is going to bring that person back. But there is good news. And the good news, one of the good news anyway, is that your level of Christian maturity is not measured by how happy you are. You know, we get told so often that if we have strong faith, we'll be happy, we'll be content, and all those things, but that's not true. You can be a person of strong faith and be sad or depressed. The two can coexist. Death is hard to live with, especially this time of year. <coughs> For some, this year in particular, Christmas is hard, not because someone has died, but nonetheless, many of the traditions that you rely upon every year <clears throat> whether it be attending a Christmas Eve service in person or getting together with family, simply are not possible. But whether it's caused by a death in the family or COVID or both, without those same traditions, without being able to get together, it may be hard to feel the Christmas spirit. You know, everyone is supposed to be happy and jolly and ready to take part in celebration, but maybe this year you just don't feel happy. Maybe you can't find the energy to put up a tree or to bake or to shop. Maybe you usually host, but you're not sure you can do it this year or that you even should with COVID. There's pressure to get through your grief, but no more than during the holidays. It's like the whole world is giving you a giant guilt trip for grieving. So first of all, one thing you need to know is that there is no set time for grief. You know, people give stages for grief, such as denial, bargaining, anger, depression, acceptance. But nonetheless, these stages are not linear. There's not a particular period of time for each of these. You can reach acceptance and then go back to denial. You can go through all these stages in a single day, and this can continue for years. And I don't say that to, I don't say that to depress you, but just to say... It's okay if you're still grieving when the rest of the world feels fine and wonders why you're still grieving. You may never totally get over it, but I can tell you that joy will return to your life. Second, you do not have to feel jolly at Christmas time. If others don't like it, that's their problem. You don't need a tree or presents or gatherings to have a meaningful Christmas because Christmas isn't about all that stuff. It isn't about trees or presents or cookies or even family, even though it's family-centered. And even though Christmas is about Jesus, it isn't even about a Christmas Eve service that we can't attend or shouldn't attend. It's about Jesus, and celebrating Jesus is not dependent upon any of these outside traditions. Now, I say that Christmas is about Jesus, and that's not meant to be an easy answer. It's not like you can just remind yourself that Christmas is about Christ and the joy is going to return. It doesn't work that way. But what it means is that in the midst of changing families and traditions and relationships, the birth of Christ is something that cannot be taken from us. No amount of tragedy can change the fact that God became one of us. Nothing can change the fact that Jesus chose to live as we do, experiencing the heartache of losing his friends and probably his father to an early death. 
Nothing can change the fact that Jesus chose to experience heartache and pain and even death for our sake. Nothing can change the fact that the redemption of humanity and creation began with a little child being born. And so in the midst of all the chaos of life, this story remains the same. It happened, and this is what Christmas is all about. And so if you are suffering today, if you're suffering this season, if you're heartbroken, nothing I say can bring back your joy. For some people it may come back, for some it may not right away. But I just hope that you can find some comfort in knowing that this God who loves you so much came into our world on Christmas as a helpless baby, all for the purpose of giving us everlasting life. Life not only for those who have died, but life for those of us who are grieving. There's life for you yet. And this Christmas, remember that you do not need a tree or packages or decorations or cookies to have a meaningful Christmas, and you certainly don't have to feel a certain way no matter what anyone may say. All you need for a meaningful Christmas is Jesus, and you've got him. Or should I say, he's got you. Amen.